Shepherds of Men is a secular movement started by three men of faith. We wholeheartedly believe that when we get the men right, we get the world right. We believe this because we believe that men are created and called to be leaders, and we believe there is an alarming deficit of leadership in our world today. And although the three of us have come from drastically different backgrounds, our core principles have given us a unified voice that is needed now more than ever to pave the way for a fundamental change in our culture. We are quite literally calling men to something great. Welcome to the movement. What's up, guys? Welcome to the movement. I'm JP. I'm going to be bringing you this episode today, and I'm well, there it is. just he interrupted. God, oh, he just just jumped just right t- in there, didn't you? And I was on the way to a, like a trailer to a movie or something. There. Oh, I was pictured mobile home. <laughs> I, <was just, laughs> right. I really did. I was like, "Where's this going? Like, how is this positive?" No cinder blocks <laughs> here, bro. No, but seriously, uh, with the shepherds in here, Wilson, what's going on? Cam, hey, hey. and as always, the doctor over here. Doctor. Oh. Doctor, feel good. Yeah, man. So we, uh, if you guys listened to the episode last week, it was pretty fiery. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I think a little bit of that was pent up for a little while. We were ready to get back in the studio. We were ready to talk about things that matter. Uh, we were ready to talk about things that actually impact you as a man. And uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some stuff like that today because I want to talk about I want to talk about competition. Um, and I don't have a, a fancy post uh, and a picture like Cameron did last week <laughs> and stuff I like that. I just stole other people's but, content and made it easier on me. <laughs> yeah. But if you are on YouTube, please go in there and hit that subscribe button. Help us get up uh, to where we need to be at so that we can have our own personalized link on there. Uh, go check us out at shepherdsof.men. Uh, all of our stuff is on there. Um, I'm not going to go through all the ins and outs of all that. And to be completely transparent with you, because I don't know. Um, you can go subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that stuff too. That's that's very helpful. But you can do that. Yep, you can do that as well. And that that does help us. And ultimately, uh, it helps us create a bigger platform. So if you believe in what we're doing, do that because you believe in what we're doing. Um, So, but today we're going to talk about competition a little bit. Um, And the reason, man, the reason I want to talk to you guys about this is because I had I had somebody I had somebody kind of kind of call me out on some stuff that was like. So I'm I'm a I'm a competitive individual. I know it's hard to believe, what? but I'm yeah I'm no I'm pretty way. competitive about about things and just just about anything. Um, and I do it with my kids all the time too. If like we're gonna do something, it's like, but I can get there faster than you can, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it may be. Uh, but one of the, these conversations that I was having was basically like, dang dude, everything's a freaking competition. To you why does everything have to be a competition? Why like? Geez, dude, just take a chill pill, like relax. It doesn't have to be a competition all the time and stuff. And, and I started thinking about that. And I really, I, I, I took it, you know, and, and digested a little bit. And then I was like, man, that's bullshit. Um, you know, that was kind of the way that I thought about that. And I was like, damn, that's that, that's weak as tap water, as Cam would say. You know, like, and, and to me personally, like, if you're not a super competitive person, that's fine. But you should find something in life that's competitive for you, right? Like, yeah. and, and Wilson, you, you're a good example yeah. of that. Like, you're not a super competitive person with, other people, you're a lovey-dovey kind of guy, but you're competitive with yourself. Hell yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, find something that you're competitive with, because I think there's a lot of benefits to that. But I just kind of wanted to have a kind of a conversation with you guys, because I got called out and I started thinking about that. And I started like going, you know, am I? Like, is 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 me being like competitive a, a bad thing? Like, is that not not good and stuff? And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, I'm not seeing the downside to this conversation. Like, <laughs> nope. I'm just I'm not seeing it. So I'm not saying you guys have to agree with me or disagree with me either way, but I just wanted to have that conversation dialogue because I think there's a lot of people that out there are 
either hyper competitive or maybe they're afraid to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's that fear of failure, right? If I go compete, then I'll fail. But it's like uh, what Teddy Roosevelt's old quote, you know, like the man that's in the arena that's scarred, that's lost and stuff is still far better than the man that never got in. Right. And he's the only one that should have a voice, too, is the one that actually got in the game, right. in my opinion. Yeah. But I mean, I think it goes back to what you said, though, is who are you competing against? I think there certainly is a downfall if you're always competing against somebody else. That can be very detrimental to you, to society. I don't think there's anything wrong with competition against others, especially when it comes to sports or, or even, you know, there's competitions, anything, spelling bees, music, doesn't really matter. Business competition. I mean, honestly, the, the reason that uh, our great country rose to the levels that it did was due to uh, the competitiveness that was allowed to be created by free enterprise, right. you know? Uh, and I know there's people that hate capitalism, but they love their iPhone, you know? So uh, there's a contradictory. Internet. You know, that never happens. Double standard. Right. They found a real cheap way to make that, didn't they? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and man. And expect them to be paid for like from the government. Yeah. yeah. But 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 the competition, so that's not always bad. That, that There can be good. But if you get hung up and just always trying to beat the next guy, certainly that could that could be your demise. Um, but competition within yourself, I don't see how it can be bad. Now, if you're beating yourself up, you know, if you're doing those kinds of things, obviously that's not positive. But if you're waking up every day and striving to be better than you were yesterday, how's that bad? Like, how is that a negative thing? Now, if you're doing it and you're neglecting your children, for sure. Right. If you're now, if you don't have your if you don't have your uh, vertical alignment in place, then it's bad. Mm-hmm. But if you have those things in check and you're just going, I'm going to compete against my yesterday self every day. And, but that may be, I'm going to compete against how much I loved on my wife yesterday, how much I uh, spent time with my kids or, or spoke into my kids. I'm going to compete against how much I did physically to make myself healthier so I don't get coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, let's call it what it is. Like, yeah. if, you're, if your mindset about it is proper, I, I just I don't see that could be anything other than positive. I just, I don't get that. I think you're right in the sense that some people don't like competition because, number one, we, we have created this um, culture and society of you know, passing tests. Like that's, that's what we train. We train people to pass tests and memorize and do those kinds of things. We don't teach them to get better. Really. We don't teach them to learn. Right. You know, school used to be about learning things. Now it's about passing, you know? Um, I saw something from an astronomer that was talking about that. He was talking about school and he said, the reason kids cheat on tests today is because we're more focused on grades than we are about the desire to learn. Yep. Right. Yep. Mm, So true. Foster that learning. It's important. it's also it's just getting through. It's getting through to the next thing, but then but then you're you know well, that failing no child bad. left behind just exactly really messed everything. Just up. think about that for a yeah. second. Not not to get off, but just think about that for a second. No child left behind. So basically, they said regardless of effort, regardless of mental capability or just capabilities in general, regardless of anything, we just want to make sure everybody passes. Yeah, that that can't go wrong. No, and here, here's the other issue. <laughs> exactly, right. that is the exactly. definition of socialism. And then, here's the other issue with that is that your son or daughter is very good and they they can excel very yeah. very well, but the teacher's attention is on the person who doesn't really give a rip because yeah. their parents are not really getting involved with their life and and. The kid just doesn't want to exceed because nobody's telling him he has to. Well, not only I that, mean, but the one that doesn't give a rip gets a free pass. Right. Because now we got to push them through. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, but you, the teacher's attention is to them when they could actually be teaching your kid who's really wanting to learn versus yeah. having their attention elsewhere. And what's really sad about that <laughs> is if you talk to teachers that are worth their weight in salt, they want to create the pull, not a push, right? right. The, the school is like a rope, right? You pull the rope. You pull kids through school. You pull them along to say, hey, dude, like, 
strengthening your mind, learning these skills and stuff are going to be really valuable for you in the future. Now, there's certain things in, in school that I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around why I was even in there. But, you know, especially in college when they were, well, I could, uh, they charged me $2,500 a class. So I know <laughs> why I was in there. Yeah. But anyways, like that, that should be a pull, but instead of the, the push that's there, but creating a pull is based off of competition. Right. It's based off of, you know, like you should give the top people rewards because it should give other people things to aspire to. Let's think about why somebody would have a negative statement towards you being competitive. Because it makes them uncomfortable. Because they yeah. what that's that's the way we're wired now, right? Not us, but that's the way the society's wired now. It's like if you make me uncomfortable, I'm gonna call you out for being the wrong one. You're gonna be the bad person, right? Because you're making me feel like I need to do more than I currently do, and I'm kind of comfortable just being average. Right. But you're oh, so competitive yeah. that I feel like if I'm gonna have like an advantage or anything, I'm gonna have to be competitive like you, and I just don't feel like that. And so therefore you're wrong. Right. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. Or or it may not even be that deep of a thought process. It may just be it's uncomfortable. I'm scared. I don't want to compete because I'm afraid I'll fail. And that's a legitimate feeling. But that goes back to last week's episode where we talk about, man, get to that point to where you fail miserably. Yep. Like, like, like get to the bottom and then realize how much of a badass you're going to be when you come back up, yep. you know? You know, what's, what's cool is when you put yourself out there, like in situations like that, like people that are afraid to fail when they get in the competition area and they're, they're, they're afraid to fail what they, what they start to realize is if they'll actually put themselves out there, the people that are succeeding and the, the high level competitors are the first ones to put mm-hmm. a hand down and go, come on, bro, get back yep. up. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yep. Well, I will say though, if you are highly competitive, don't be the dude that gets so irate in it's just a simple game or a simple whatever yeah. Oh, yeah. that you push everybody away to where yeah. you, I don't want to play with you. Right. It's like if you lose, first off, don't cheat. But if you lose fairly, damn, just get over it. Have have some mm-hmm. kind of tact about you Unless you're that you can handle the, lose, the loss. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, if you're if you're in that situation, fight because we need you versus this freaking pansy we have right now. I, I, I've had friends, one stands out in my mind right now, the hyper-competitive guy, and to a fault, I would say, when I first was getting to know him, like to the point to where you could be doing something, like having just fun playing a game in the pool or something, and and lose, and it would be like disastrous. Yeah. I mean, it would be like shit's hitting the fan, it's uncomfortable for everybody else because of how angry he is. Like it was one of those things where it's like, you got to go, bro, chill out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't that big a deal. It mm-hmm. was pool basketball. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my... Like, that's, just shut up and sit down. Let's play again, right? That's a phase of my son's going through. It's like, dude, you just have to do better. I was like, you you, you keep playing until you're better. And we did yeah. that. He did it on a game that he's been playing uh, now more more than ever on the his Nintendo Switch. And he didn't like playing because he always lost or got yeah. died or whatever. I said, dude, you just got to keep playing it. Keep going. And the more you play it, the more you're going to get better at it. And then, sure, sure enough... He's now beating it. And I'm like, see, what do what I tell you? But there's other applications other than just video games. And it's games. just a maturity thing, too, though. Yeah. I mean, you think about the guy I'm talking about, just the anger. Like, you, he just didn't have, there was a level that he had not grown to yet where he could control that. Mm. You know, and as a man, I think we're probably more, our tendency leans toward that. If we're competitive, we get towards that anger. And I've heard stories about JP before I really knew him, where he was competitive about a game he wasn't even playing. Yeah. Like, he was watching the game. <laughs> And getting angry about it. And that's just stupid. Yeah. Right. It now, is. now it is. I've been like, I'm a fan, you know, I have yeah. teams that I root for, you know, and I'm loyal to. And, you know, back when I was young and immature and mm. you know, more immature than I am now, I would get upset about, you know, but there's grown men nowadays that are 
this is the negative part about being competitive because I don't think it's truly competitive if you're not playing. That's not right. real competitiveness. Right. That's just um, living vicariously through something you will never be. Right. Um, but they will. I mean, like they can be. I just I don't know why the Eagles are coming to mind. They could be an Eagles fan, the NFL, because they, they just got rid of their quarterback. Well, it's true, and he's going to do great in Indianapolis. I believe. I think, I think so too. He's, he's got great a there. Killer defense with, behind him. And Frank Wright. I mean, that's Frank, who, yeah, that, that was that's not going to hurt him. Yeah, that's not going to hurt him at all. Yeah, Wilson's like, no idea what's going on. <laughs> so sidetrack. So, so yeah. in soccer, they have a quarterback. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I do know what a quarterback. But I'm but these guys, like you see I these guys that, that paint themselves, you know, what all kinds of colors, and you know they got a beer gut and they go watch the game, and, and their team loses, and they are ruined for the week. Like they oh, can't, yeah. they can't, oh, yeah. they can't go to work. They can't take care of the that, like they're just a bum because their team lost. Listen, man, I, I like winning too, but if my team loses, like I'm pissed for a couple minutes, then I'm like, it had really no effect on my life. Yep. You know, like I'm not in that game. I don't have a contract. They don't give two. Nobody on that field even knows who I am. Uh, like Baylor won the men's national basketball championship recently. Um, if you're a Baylor fan, and you probably were ecstatic. Gonzaga was heartbroken. If you're a Gonzaga fan. Like, I get it. If you're 20 years old and you go to school there, and it was probably a bad day. You know, your hangover was probably awful, <laughs> right? But you need to move on. Yeah. Like, if you're not, not on the, the team, and if you are on the team, give it 24 hours and then start thinking about winning next year's championship, yeah. which they're already talking about, which is really cool. Internalize the loss. Yeah. So, like, if you turn, like, say your friend or whatever, if he would internalize that and say, hmm, good game, man. You beat me fair and square. I'm coming at you in the next which game. Which he eventually did, and that yeah. was the maturity part. All right. And I mean, me personally, you know, I come off as non-competitive, but when, when it comes to stuff that I am good at, good at, and I know I'm good at, and I suck for whatever reason that day, and I'm off my game, that's when I get ticked. But I'm not going to sh- say like, screw you, man, you just beat me. No. I mean, I'm going to say, dude, good game, way to go. You stretched me today. I'm about to come back at you the next time. You're going going down. You know, especially when we're playing volleyball in the beach, and Borough Beach and stuff, and we lose or whatever. It's fun. Keep talking. I'm just I'm oh. sharing something with JP. <clears throat> but that's that. I mean, that's my thing. I was like, you just internalize the loss. Same thing if in sports, and if you're really wanting to play at a higher level, you internalize it. Use it as fuel to get you out on the field and do more. Because what you did wasn't enough. That's that's plain and simple. What you just did wasn't enough to win. Yeah. And so one. So one of my big fears um, is, and me, my my wife and I have, have had this conversation. Um, is is creating a competitive environment? We're gonna like we can talk about kind of the negative aspects of it and stuff because I do think that there is some there there's yeah. some there is some adverse effects that can come out of being competitive. And one of the things that I worry about with my boys is creating such a competitive environment that they're not willing to do things that they don't think they're good at. So I, I don't want to create an environment with my boys and my soon to be daughter where it's like okay. I can only do X, Y, and Z because that's what I know I can do. Right. You know, and Not that's explore. that's where I don't I don't want to create that kind of environment. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to, you know, like we talked about earlier with women's basketball versus men's basketball and LeBron getting paid more than the top girl in, in women's basketball. Like if you're going to do that to to compete at the highest level and because you love basketball, then that's great. If you're trying to make money in it, then you need to find another field because yep. it doesn't bring in the revenue. That a, that a LeBron yep. James does because people want to watch LeBron James more than they want to it's watch. Never her. going to, by the way, never will. I don't never will. Like I, pre- I, I said this to that girl. Sorry, but I got to say, like I appreciate the effort that that woman has, has put out. I, I respect what she's done yeah. in the women's basketball. I respect her championships. 
her years spent, her effort, all that kind of stuff. It she she can't stay on the court with LeBron James. It's just not going to happen. No. Like it's not realistic. Stop comparing them. Move on. Well, I'm willing to bet she didn't do it for the money either. No, she did it because she loved what she did. Well, she got paid. That was a bonus. I mean, she well, loved yes, it. I, I like, agree. Okay, but cool, her her uh, her wife is one of the biggest proponents for. Equal pay. Oh, yeah. so it's being driven. That, that makes sense. That makes, that, 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 that makes sense. absolute sense. You should have led with that. Yeah, but my my so my concern <laughs> that, that's that's my that's my concern with stuff like that is like you know don't don't go do something that you know like don't don't oh man, that's a really bad way to say it. I was gonna say don't not do something so don't shy away from things that you may not just that you're not good at at this moment right. because you don't know that's like you know Maverick is. Uh, you know, real, real strong, athletic kind of, kind of kid. He would be really good at wrestling, uh, gymnastics, kind of mm-hmm. things and stuff. But he's never done it. So, f- and I'm already seeing it. Like some of it's like he's very proud if he can like get on the the trampoline, he can do flips on the trampoline, stuff like that. Now, but there's certain things that he doesn't know how to do that he shies away from because he doesn't know how to do them because he's afraid that he can't win. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's my fear. Like, don't be afraid that you can't win. Learn how to lose when you yeah, lose. Hundred percent. That's the big thing because you're gonna lose. There are going to be times where you will lose, but learn how to lose. My only thing, and I love your pre, uh, your competitiveness and stuff like that. The only thing that I in my household is I, I like my kids to have a, a life, and I want them to to have fun. Sometimes you can be so over competitive. Not you. I'm just saying in general, some people out there that they're pushing their kids so much that they're taking the fun out of the game. Well, that goes back to, if you want to be competitive, be competitive within you. Don't yes. Give, don't, don't push, push on it on somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm having, I haven't put my son into any sports yet. And that's on purpose because I want him to come to me with the decision of saying, Hey, I want to play X, Y, Z. I mean, he's five years old. Like I, I, the only thing I, I think in my household that I did push is him riding that dirt bike. Yeah. Cause I knew that we we're going to have a lot of fun together. If we, he can find, the passion to ride like I did. So that's the only thing that I pushed on them. But outside of that, I want them to try. I'll even ask them, say, hey, you're good at soccer. Do you want to go play soccer? No, I just want to kick it at the house. Yeah. Cool. Now, I may need to go to the next step whenever we get to, you know, the next year. He's in. He's not even in kindergarten yet. I, I want to really kind of get him in the school sports versus going to some other rec sport. And then and because then, then he'll have friends that are playing in the same sport. Yeah. So that's that's where I, I would so, probably disagree with you a little bit. I feel like sometimes kids need a push to realize that there's a realm that they're like, ooh, this is actually fun. Mm-hmm. Uh because I think there's certain aspects of it. Now, outside now now that's where my line and your line's probably a little bit different. My line is like, you're gonna go play baseball because you're gonna enjoy this. Uh the dad I used to be. Uh, would be the guy yelling through the fence, going tag first base, right, yeah. tag right. first base, and I'm sitting there, you know. And, I wouldn't and, be able to watch him. So, and, and, and <laughs> God bless saying. my wife. You know, my wife was the one that sent, showed me a video. Like, you see yourself over here, like yelling at your kid, and it wasn't like crazy overbearing, but it was enough for me to look at it and go, "Wow, dumbass!" Yeah. Like your kid's yeah. four. Right. Like, let him go, like, build a dirt mound if he wants to, <laughs> or whatever it may be. Work on some stuff at home, make it fun, whatever it yeah. may be. So I've evolved in that area. But I do think that there's a certain level of, Pushing. hey, yeah, because they're going to take the least path of resistance most right. of the time. Yeah, true. And and it's it's our job to make sure they don't. No, right. I, agree. I agree with that. I'm, I'm giving them another year or two before I actually introduce yeah. them. I'm more on the, uh, I'm more on the nudging, uh, you know, and then, and then... If there's a, a a lot of resistance, then I, we can pull out. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, sure. you're going to play baseball. 
and I don't really want to. Well, we're going to. And then if it's like that year doesn't go well, they might not play again. Yep. You yeah, know? after the year, after yeah. the season. No, we're going to finish. No, we're going to finish. Okay, I was going to say, no, when you no, said no, pull no, out, no, I was like, no, don't no. be pulling out early. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, uh, well, I don't know. Then you end up like Josh. Might be a good idea. Maybe you should pull out You should try it, Josh. Stop being so damn competitive and having to finish all the time. So, <laughs> I'm not quitting. I'm, I'm not, not quitting. quitting. You I mean, should. Granted, you it really didn't take should. that long to finish, but I'm not quitting. <laughs> so, anybody that's still with us, good to have you here. Uh, no, it's not the ladies, but. Welcome um, back. We're going to pray again. Yeah, exactly. we, need to. <laughs> we need to. We actually prayed for that on the front end. But no, I think there, there's certainly the, the nudging to do something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I think is important because they, it's, it's like in the wild when, the, the, you know, the, the parent, animal teaches them to walk like you got to kick them a little bit and get them moving and get them going you know and you got to the birds got to push them out of the nest to make them fly you know if not they're just going to sit in the nest and get fat and lazy you know so now if you don't want to fly this direction that's great that's fine but you're going to learn how to move you're going to learn how to compete you're going to learn how to stretch yourself you're going to learn some of the mentality stuff you're going to learn the teamwork i think is a big deal that's huge uh, yeah. at an early age you know how to interact with people like the thing i i love most about what i'm seeing in my five-year-old soon to be six which is crazy is is how he's developing into like being able to connect with people like he makes friends so easily now and he's eager to do it we went to this um, church service while we were down in pensacola recently uh, for Easter, and we, you know, obviously not a home church there, so we found a place that we thought looked like something that lines up with us, and uh, we line up with them, and and we thought they'll just come into the main service with us, our two little guys. Man, we walked in, he's like, I want to go in there with the kids, you know, like he couldn't wait, and he, we go to pick him up, he didn't want to leave, he's like, got all these new friends, you know, and and dude, to me, that's everything. That's awesome, you know, that's dude. everything, and that's because we, I mean, I remember when we first started putting him in kids' care at our church. And it was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And we'd push him, you know? So th- this doesn't have to do necessarily with competitive, but with the pushing. Yeah. And and then it became like, we can hardly get him to stop running when we get to church now. He's like straight to the place and he wants to go hang out with people and all that That's good stuff. Fitness, but yeah. but with him too, the other thing that I've seen is um, he's also developed a a passion for hating to lose. So like now if Cash beats him with something or if I beat him, he'll get mad. Like yep. he gets pissed. And, and he's like, and, or, or even cry and be like, I'm like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, I didn't want to lose. I'm like, well, and, and I've gotten to where now I tell him like, be grateful. You lost man. Like be grateful. Like how much you're learning. Like, do you see what you could have done better? Right. Yeah. That's the part of competitiveness that I do appreciate. And at a very young age is like, they can start understanding how they can take that L and turn it into an asset. Yeah. I've learned, I've learned, uh, I've learned the art of guidance and questioning, mm-hmm. right? He who asks the questions has the power. Like, keep that in mind whenever, especially if you have kids or, or if you're in a position of com- competition and stuff like that, because I do that a lot. You know, Maverick will get really frustrated if he loses and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, you lost. What are you going to do now? It makes him think about what he can do yeah. to not lose next time. Yeah. You know, and that and that's yeah. the thing. Like, w- w- if you're pissed, do something about it. Right. Like one of the one of the things that competition taught me at a young age was the fact that my hard work and effort would beat the guy that was more talented than me because I was willing to do things that he wasn't willing to do because he rested on his talent. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a college education. For me, I don't I don't have I don't have a four year college degree. I've got tons of certifications and all kinds of shit, but I don't have an official four year bachelor's degree from a from a university. 
Um, and well, how are you making it so well in life? Well, you know, because well, that's me, really the separate. Yeah, that's let, that white privilege. Let, let, let me oh, tell you, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Never mind. Why did I even ask? Well, I had, a, I had an interview, and they were asking me about that. They were like, "We well, don't have a four year degree," and I was like, "Yeah, I know," and that's why you're going to benefit. Yeah. And they said, "Well, what what do you mean by that?" And I said, "Well, every person that you've probably interviewed for this position before me has a four year degree, and they rest on that four year degree. They sit their fat asses on that four year degree. I'm hungry." I stay hungry. I understand that I'm at a disadvantage because of the way the system is, right. but I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I'm going to use that as motivation. So while they sit on their ass, I'm going to learn everything that I can, and I'm going to be driven in what I do. I stay hungry. They stopped learning. I still think it's just privilege. Well, some of it is. <laughs> some of it is. That stuff right there, though, like, I, you know, and getting off track, but like, whew, boy, the whole privilege somebody. thing is just like... Seriously. I wish you would like if because I, I know you and I know what yeah. you've done yeah. to, to reach the levels you've reached without a degree. Yeah, I don't I really don't truly know, but I have an idea. Well, and 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 to me, like for somebody to question anybody, not just you, but anybody for accomplishing something uh, based on some uh, fantasy made up. Oh, it's category. true. It's true. It's privilege. I was privileged to learn a work ethic early on yep, in life. Yep, yep. That's privileged the privilege. to live in America. That's the privilege yep. that I have. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm free to work as hard as I freaking want to. Mm-hmm. I'm free to learn as much as I want to. I'm I don't fr- care what your degree I'm says. Free to outwork your ass. Yeah, I'm free. I'm free to outwork you every single day. Yep. And that's 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 where the privilege comes in. Yep. The fact that I was was learned that at an early age, and I think that's one of the things that competition taught me. I learned how to lose. So. When you when you come out and you're you're whatever it is that you're you're doing, you you think you're a badass. We talk about this a big fish in a small pond. Then all of a sudden you jump into another a big pond, and now all of a sudden you're a small fish. Well, that's what competition does mm-hmm. to you. It it reevaluates where you're at. So maybe you start off early on competing with people that are making, you know, minimum wage. I'm not going to put any number figure on it because if you're happy at where you're at, then be happy where you're at. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but just if from you a, know it, clap your hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just just for an example's sake, you know, we talked about this earlier about living in neighborhoods. You know, people were talking to me like, "Man, the neighborhood you live in, you got like pilots and and directors of of companies and different things and stuff like that." And then you have another another neighborhood that you're in where people's neighbors are vice presidents of major record label mm-hmm. companies and stuff like that. And it's just a different level of competition. But when you level up, like you, you might be the top dog, but if you're the top dog, it's time to move. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is time to move. Yep. And that's where competition should carry you to the next level. Yep, exactly. That's where competitiveness is very good. Because yeah. if you weren't competitive, you would just, you would linger. You'd be average. You'd become. You'd play novice. Fat and happy. God. You'd play novice in the yep. game the whole time and you just absolutely smear everybody. So we have a. So in CrossFit, they have different levels, right? So you have scaled, which means they lower the weights. Uh, There's certain skilled movements that they don't involve in it, so the people can compete early on that don't that, that don't have the skill set necessarily this, as the this others. Is my level, my current level, of CrossFit. <laughs> right. And then there's RX, which is prescribed weight and prescribed workouts, and then there's Elite, which is basically like. These people would smash the people in RX. They need to be at another level because they're kind of sick and twisted in their head kind of thing. Well, the people there's people that compete in scaled that should be in RX, no question. Mm-hmm. And, and we call them dickheads. Yeah, right. Is what we call them because you look like a fucking fool. Well, it's like, it's kind of like a dude 
competing in women's sports. Right. Very very yeah. much so. And you look like a fool. Like, yeah. if you go into a scaled event that's at a competition where they have RX, you go into a scaled event and you murder everybody in there. You have no right to sit on that podium and brag about what you did. Like, you are a damn, unless yeah. it's your first ever competition. Right, right, right. You know, or whatever, you just didn't know. Just didn't Maybe know. you were a badass, mm-hmm. you didn't know it. Yeah. You know, but if, if you've competed before and you're in, you're in scale, but that's the thing. That's the biggest, that's, that's where competition should yeah. drive you to say, okay, now my association needs to scale up. Yep. I need to, my association needs to go up. I've, I've done this. I need to stop hanging out with people that are not at my level that make me feel good because I see where I'm at today. And I'm like, woohoo, look at me. I'm a badass. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the next level because at that point in time, let's say you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong freaking room. Right. But that's where competition drives you in those areas. I think that's where competition is so important. That's where this country became well, great. And that's why it goes back to why that guy had a problem with you being competitive. It's, you're making him feel uncomfortable. He's like, you know, if he's if he's the top dog, in the room, then he he can stop trying and still feel good about himself. Now I don't know how you could actually feel good about yourself. Me personally, I, I think I would recognize at some point that my competition is not very competitive, and I probably should scale up. So I don't know how you could truly go to bed and go, "I'm a bad man." Yeah, yeah. But you're really going, "But I just played against kindergartners, right?" You know, there's so. more in the tank. Yeah, so and I'm gonna I'm gonna call Yano. So he wrote he wrote something down over here. It says respect the game, respect the player. Uh, I I I 100 agree with that, and I've always heard respect your competition. Yep. Uh, because if you can't respect your competition, you're in the wrong competition. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and that's that's a the the truest sense of the word. And one of the things that I do love about CrossFit, I, I haven't been I, I'm working on my first year in CrossFit or whatever. But one of the things that I really love is the the level of integrity in that game. People respect the game. Like you don't, you don't shortcut reps. You don't, you know, and, and they have judges in the main competitions and stuff like this. There's a lot of money in it and stuff like that, but like they'll, they'll know rep you and stuff like that. But most people that do it, that you're even doing it for just whatever, like they do their reps the way they're supposed to, or the way they're capable of doing them mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's, there's a respect for the game, but there's also a respect for your competition. I have never, I've seen people be in competition with each other and somebody win and then turn around, they can't breathe, turn around and start encouraging the person that's in second place to cross the finish line. That's what we were talking about earlier with competition. The true competitors Mm. will turn around and encourage their friends. There's a reason why after an NFL game is over with, that a lot of these players go in the middle of the field. They have been in battle just trying to kill each other on that field, and they walk out there afterwards, and they're all shaking hands and because they respect each other as competitors. Well, and not right. even just what they did on the field that day or in the in the box that day. It's what they did to even get, get to the field. Right. Like, For they sure. know what you've been doing in the, in the dark. You know, right. they know what you've been doing in the shadows to even yeah. earn the spot, yep. right? I mean, so there's an automatic respect. There was a group of people we used to associate with in business, and there was some very elite – um, levels that you could qualify for, but it took some serious focus and some serious work. And we'd always hear about, but when you get there, nobody asks how long it took. Yep. Nobody asks how old you are. Nobody says anything other than welcome to the club. It's exactly like, right. There's an there's a instant respect, especially I think between men, maybe more so than women. I'm not one, so I can't speak to that, but I'm guessing, <laughs> you know, that there's, there's that, that, that uh, camaraderie and that brotherhood that's built just by both walking into the same club and knowing I know what I had to do to get here. So I know you had to do at least that to get here, and it was hard as shit. Yep. So I respect you. Oh, for sure, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I think so. I 
competition is going to naturally bring out the best. Now there are areas where we, we talked about earlier, mental maturity, where you have to understand, like, don't be a dick. Right. We talk about that all the time. Right. Don't, don't be a dick. Like there's a lot of areas where you need to stand up, be a man, whatever it may be. Uh, but doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a dick. Same thing with competition. You know, like you need to be competitive. You need to be competitive with yourself and you need to like attack the day, you know, with enthusiasm every day because you have an opportunity to get better than you were yesterday. So you should compete with yourself. Now in certain situations, you should compete with other people. Hell, if there's a competition or a game or something like that, and you go out there and pussy foot around, man, you deserve to lose like freaking compete, man, get out there and get after it. Anytime somebody asks if we're even playing, like we were playing, uh, what do you call it? Uh, bocce ball. Oh yeah. We were playing bocce ball with our neighbors the other day. And somebody said, are we keeping score? I was like, Always. why would we play? If we, why would we not keep score? I don't even understand the question. Now we had a good time, but if they, if the game has scores, we keeping it. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. because why not? I mean, we're, like we're going to get a little better, but we had a good time. I don't, I think at the end we'd forgotten what the score was, but yeah. that's just kind of a joke between me and my wife is like, yeah, we're keeping score. Well, you're damn right. You should. And and afterwards, if you lose, you should shake the hand of the yeah. person that beat you. Because yep. it's not their fault that they beat you. It's your fault they <laughs> exactly beat you. Right. And when you realize them. that, yeah. when you realize that yeah. it's your fault that they beat you, you can shake their hand. Because mm-hmm. yep. they're not your enemy. They're, yep. they're your competition. They just taught you something. Yep. They just taught you where your deficiencies are in life. That's why I said you should thank them. Yeah, but that, that's another thing that, that has to do with competition and putting yourself in those situations. Because if you guys have ever been into a in a competition where you're like you're really competing, right? Like wh- whether it's a wrestling match or um, you know a CrossFit workout that that you're actually competing against other people to beat them and stuff. That level of butterflies that you get, those those nerves that you get and stuff, and that adrenaline rush and everything. What it does is it teaches you how to manage your nerves. So that's why, like the you know Kobe Bryant was so great and so calm in situations and stuff like that. And people are like, "How are you so calm and stuff?" And he's like, "Fuck, dude! You know how many times I've felt these nerves? Mm-hmm. They're new to you. They're companions of mine. Yep. That's the difference. Yep. Getting the butterflies in formation. Well, you mm-hmm. learn. Yeah, you learn how to handle your nerves. People that don't compete, people that avoid competition, tend to struggle in stressful environments because they don't know how to handle their nerves. So competition is something that you should put yourself into. I think you should do it all the time. I don't think you should beat yourself up if you lose. I think what you should do is take a step back. I mean, you can be pissed off for a second if you want to, but take a step back and go, okay, he beat me because of me. Yeah, the real time to be pissed is if you know you didn't do everything you could. Right. 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 That's the only time you should be pissed, and then you should be pissed at yourself. Right? If yeah. you know you gave everything you had, you can get a little irritated to know that you need to be better. Right. And if you can get better, then do it. Yep. If you really want to win in that environment. But that's the only reason you should be mad is like, I gave everything I had and I still didn't win. That pisses me off. So I'm going to like, you will become better, but don't just get, don't get mad at, uh, if you don't give the effort, there's no reason to have any emotion about it. Yep. Well, it's just like when you were doing bodybuilding, you know, and you could have cheated on the meals Yeah. and then not win your first open or whatever it's called. Is it open or the first Show. No, it's a show. Show. Yeah. Okay, show. Bikini contest. A, yeah. So, so anyway, but I mean, that's that's important because I mean, even the small things matter. So like your competitor could have been, you know, do, instead of you doing the two-a-days, you could have done three-a-days. Yep. Well, and you you said something then, and you said earlier too about cheating, and that's a big point is yes. real competitive. like, don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not competing. No, that's it's cheating. It's cheating. Right? Competing ain't cheating. Yeah. That could be on a t-shirt. We well, had, some we people made a are so competitive that they cheat. Well, that's what I was going to say yeah. is if you get so competitive that you cut corners and you cheat, 
that is not a victory. If you do quote unquote win, you know when yeah. you lay down, you didn't win. Yeah, you didn't and you win. didn't actually become better. You didn't actually get the victory. And that's whether you're competing against somebody or some team, or you're competing against yourself. So let's just say in personal development, if I am trying to get better within myself, but I'm cheating on my reading or my or or my physical activity or my uh, you know putting good stuff in any of that stuff. If I, if I'm cheating on that, I know it. Right. You know, so I know I'm not actually getting better. I'm just checking stuff off a list that's not actually making a difference. So don't cheat yourself in that way either. If you want to be competitive with yourself, actually do better the next day. So that goes into, you know, a big, a big part of, you know, it, the, the men reforge program is, is integrity, right? And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Respect the game, respect the player and that situation. The game is your life. You know, the, the player is you yep. respect the game. Like the, the, there are no shortcuts in life. There's no free lunch. Like, I don't care who tells you that it's not like that. You will pay. Eventually mm-hmm. you pay now you pay later. It doesn't matter. You will pay. But I, I believe that, that, and, and I'll leave you guys, you know, with, with your, your, your final thoughts here. I want to kind of wrap up with stuff, but I think competition, especially when you have the mental maturity to handle it correctly, the way that you should look at it is an unbelievable asset that you could have in your arsenal. Absolutely. I agree. 100% agree. 100%. So anything you guys want to add to the, the end of that there? Final thoughts are I 100% agree with that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> Good I mean, final thoughts. It pulls out the best in you. Yeah. Plain and simple. And and you want a, a, like association. Yeah. It's like if you want to be a great tennis player, you got to be around the people that are going to beat your ass every single match, sure. you know, until you, you gain the upper hand. Yeah. And that's the only way you do it. Like yeah. that's just to, if you really want to achieve whatever the goal it is. I mean, it's on each one of you, like whatever you want to do. If you want to be a good business owner, be around somebody who's kicking your ass as a competitor. Learn from them. Study them. Go to their place. Learn from them. You may not have to ask them or tell them, hey, I'm here to learn how to do what you do. You know, you just go in and just scope them out. Just be creepy and follow them around. Yeah. I mean, do whatever it takes. <laughs> that That's the works. thing. The thing is, do whatever Bro, it I'm takes. I'm in the shower. I don't yeah. care. I don't I'm care. watching. I want to yeah. see how you wax yeah. your ass. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Which leg do you do first? Well, that's the competitive nature. Do you do full bend over or do you bring the leg up? I want to know. (laughs) But that's the competitive nature about it. That's what we're getting to is is like you have to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. And do it right with integrity, uh, obviously. And if you lose, don't freaking be a bitch about it. Just own it. Own the loss and say, hey, I I didn't lose. I learned something. Or at least hopefully you can learn something. But don't take the loss as a defeat. Take the loss as an opportunity to win and learn in the future. Yeah, so for everybody in the north or out west or whatever, learnt is learn in southern. That actually is that's in uh, southern that's Google. Southern if you can southern Google it, southern Google. Yeah, yeah you can southern Google that. Comes with fried chicken and sweet tea. Yeah, the Google machine. <laughs> the South Nashville's baby. hot chicken. I'm gonna learn you something. So, so just just to kind of wrap it up, what I what I really hope is while you're listening to this, that this has encouraged you to to take the step out and say, you know what, I'm going to enter a competition. I don't care if you're building, uh, you know, like model homes or you're, you're, you're doing croquet or whatever it is that you're doing. It doesn't have to be on any kind of level, like, uh, Nolan Ryan taking a pitch to the face and, and, and competing in the MLB. But what I do encourage you to do is become competitive with what you're passionate about and become pe- competitive because you want to be better. Take take the opportunity to get involved in things. Not only will you meet some of the best people that will help you become the best person that you can be, 
but you will progress much faster. The acceleration that you'll take from where you're at to where you want to be will be astronomical. I promise you. Then, then if you're just slowly but surely just plugging away at something, competition will take you to the next level much, much faster. And we want you to be at the next level. That's the whole goal that we're doing here, guys. Men Reforged is going to be unbelievable. It's going to be something that is going to be competitive. It's going to be something that's going to challenge you. It's going to be something that's going to push you to the next level, regardless if, if you wanted it or not. But you may thank us later because you might not be able to thank us now because you might not be able to breathe because those are some of the things that are going to come your way here soon. You guys have been part of the movement.